what have you forgotten about that got you in the most amount of trouble with your wife? <laughs> Is this rude, considering the, the context of the movie? <laughs> not exactly. I know hmm. I have. It's like it's not like I had a free pass to do anything. I know I've forgotten stuff, but I can't think of anything like off the top of my head that's like, boom, that's you 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 messed up bad. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've had anything quite that glaring. Yeah. I mean, except yeah, no. except for like the the normal like, why did you pay the credit card bill? Like stuff, but no. Oh yeah. <laughs> Stuff that has like actual physical, like, yeah, like you know, consequence, <laughs> but uh, you know, like not like something that I tattooed to my chest and and didn't and forgot to read, like nothing. Like That's that. why I shaved my head. You know, what I mean, I trying to free up that real estate for uh, backwards <laughs> written notes in the mirror. <laughs> it's definitely not because the country's on fire, but you know, yeah. Uh, oh god, he went outside and was just fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> There was one night we had that was above average temperature for like the yeah. last three months. And I'm like, hell nah. Give it up. I always I don't like to my, sweat when I sleep. <laughs> I always tell myself, man, I really want to grow my hair out. And then like as soon as the heat hits, I'm like, yep. I've made a mistake. Every I'm, summer. Jesus Christ had dreads. Well, that's too bad. <laughs> Dude, and you know what's funny is like I've been doing this for 15 years where I'm like, oh yeah, I'll get long hair. It's gonna look great. I forget, like, my hair is gross when it's long. <laughs> then, uh, I'm, like, part Italian, too, so it's just, you, know, oh, you make no, your own grease, you know? Just, just, just thick and heavy with everything. Yeah, my, and then my, constantly my paranoid. Time. Yeah, and then constantly paranoid about whether or not I'm, like, losing hair. Because <laughs> you see those giant hairs come up, I'm just like, yeah. oh, no, like, get rid of it. Oh, I got a, I was, I was in the sixth grade. I got braids two times for like two consecutive weeks i haven't had a hairline since oh. <laughs> bro like i got the That's vegeta now like it was and it probably was going to happen anyway but like that was the specific like point in time that was the canon event that like <laughs> as loud I'm... horns playing in the background yeah i'll have the i'll just give me the braids <laughs> meanwhile guy pierce gets to run around as a blonde uh. <laughs> I I legit wanted a hairline like Bill Murray, and all my my dad's friends would be like, "No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't." And uh, it's come in two or three times. This is the furthest my hair's been back. Like it literally was down here, and mm-hmm. then kind of triangled, and then went like this, and then kind of triangled, and now it's just gotta. I mean, it'll do. Was it I, like a a monkey paw event where like you know it's like you grant your wish, <laughs> but it grants it like kind of fucked up. but all right now let me not mess this up all right but uh thank you for joining us today if this is your first time with us we're the secret group of brown kids who are the secret group of brown kids well it's a secret but you might be able to find us checking out our tattoos and collection of sticky notes for clues to figure out why we walked into this room in a non-linear fashion of course yeah (laughs) non-linear is uh Dude. Is a nice way of saying it. Uh, <laughs> Disorienting so, would have been another. <laughs> oh man! Uh, and on the on the panel today, we got Tim and Ren for our <laughs> uh, second Christopher Nolan mini episode or mini series episode. And <laughs> I'm Tiff, your host, 
And what what movie are we doing today? If you haven't it's, already figured it out. I forgot. It's Memento. <laughs> he forgot. I didn't write it down. <laughs> you did a tattoo it on your chest. <laughs> Sounds like you were trying to forget it. I don't know. Oh, man. Yeah, Memento. Christopher Nolan's uh, second feature film. Uh, what year is this? 2000? Yeah, yeah. 2000. Uh, a little bit of table setting um other movies that came out the same time uh huge huge year for movies i guess we can always say that like looking back at it yeah but uh just a stupid amount of uh movies that like i look back at and just like oh my god like just one literally same year yeah like requiem for a dream was also 2000s tim's favorite movie yeah we were literally just talking about that buddy I still don't understand why I've only seen it one time, but I know so much that happened in that movie. That's Just, why. That's why you only see it You don't. You don't need event. to see the. You don't need to see it again. But, <laughs> sorry, I trailed off. Like, oh brother, where art thou? Snatch. Oh, oh yeah. Two thousands. Snatch is top five. Battle Royale. Like, yes. Ooh. Yeah, I'm just like, Man. dude, banger, banger, banger. Um. American Psycho in the Cell? The Cell. Okay. Hell yes. Yes, dude. People do not um, give that movie enough credit. It just cracks me up because like while watching it, it felt older in so many ways than like a 2000 movie. Yeah. Mm. I was listening to, I forgot what I was listening to, but they mentioned The Cell. They were saying how like, speaking of Christopher Nolan, mm-hmm. he explained the movie Inception as a thriller that takes place inside the structure of the mind or something. Yeah. And everybody was like, what the hell? And then they saw it and then they're like, oh, well, that's, that is how you describe that movie. <laughs> but like the only other, like the only other movie that really got away with it perfectly was uh, The Cell. And I was like, oh yeah, The Cell. Which was also cool. If you guys ever plan on watching that. That's, that's uh, one oh, of yeah, my yeah. favorite movies. Yeah, I'd be down. So yeah, if you if you don't know what it's about, a man tries to track down the person who raped and murdered his wife, but he suffers from a rare form of memory loss where he isn't able to create new memories. Oh, uh, Christopher Nolan's Fifty uh, First Dates. Like, <laughs> uh, I I like to think of it as um, Reverse Groundhog's Day. <laughs> oh God. Both of these sound bad. No, no. Not. I would watch it, but it doesn't yeah. sound. It sounds like it'd be harder to pay attention okay. to anything. Absolutely. So the the it, not. I don't want to say the issue with the movie, but the thing about the movie is because the main character suffers from this form of amnesia where he can't, he doesn't have any short term memory. He's always disoriented, and he always has, or he he writes down sticky notes to try and help himself, and he has tattoos to try and help himself because when the amnesia started, he remembers everything before that, but now he has to like keep trying to like find ways to stay in the moment, you know. So he has sticky notes and tattoos. And the thing about the movie is it's not, like I mentioned earlier, it's not a linear like flow and it's meant to make you feel disoriented like he does. It it flows like oobleck, you know what I mean? Like a non-Newtonian fluid. It just, it doesn't, it doesn't like really just move in a straight path. It's just kind of like you, you slap just... it, it does something. You, yeah. <laughs> By the time you get used to one idea of it, it changes again. It's, it's the best it, metaphor. It uh, feels but, a lot like so, <laughs> someone saw his his movie following and went, I bet you can't do that nah, again. And he he goes, saw I've, his movie I've... following and was like, how can I? Because following, like how, 
Like, let's do this, but let's do this one step too far. Like when I'm like when I'm watching it, I remember watching Memento, and I was thinking like you can see where parts of it that he jumped off from following, and mm-hmm. like I'm gonna say improved on, but you know what I mean. Like that's subjective, I guess. Yeah, uh, a little bit. And like so, like following was generally linear, but it would have these random parts from like the future. And like Tim described it best by saying it flows the way someone is tell, would tell a story. And that's how actually the yeah. movie is. He's actually telling a story. Uh, so sometimes like he'll jump forward for like a little bit and then the story goes back and like explains it out. This so is not generally. That. Yeah, it's generally linear, but because it still jumps around a little bit, this one takes that idea and goes nuts with it. And there's two timelines. There's the the black and white timeline is flowing forward and then so like when you watch it uh the scenes in black and white are flowing forward and the scenes in color are in reverse but not quite reverse it's not like completely backwards like someone hit re- like not even rewind but you know what i mean like uh they're, it's not they're a, like chunks of the story that have been it's leapfrogging it's yeah. leapfrogging backwards so like every scene Obviously, it flows forward, but then the next time you see a colored scene, it'll jump to the previous scene, the beginning of the previous scene chronologically. Like, typically when you watch a movie, you're watching to figure out what happens next, but he wanted it to be like, you're watching it to figure out what just happened. Yes. That, so that, was, that, that definitely happened a lot so this like leapfrogging effect as like you go backwards and then you have the black and white scenes going forward and eventually it meets in the middle but man is it disorienting which is the point but yeah so uh real quick i was gonna say it's on hbo max but they got us again dude just, yeah, i was gonna look that up just like uh the second episode of the last miniseries hbo max screwed y'all <laughs> just yeah right as uh tim was about to watch the movie they they dropped it i i had watched it last week in anticipation yeah. of doing something and i then, watched um, i watched part of it the I other check today is gone yeah, I watched part of it the other week, like last week before my internet went out. So my internet goes out. I can't do nothing. I'm like, well, I guess whatever. But when I went right back, oh, I had to log back in, which was a pain because uh, it's technically not our HBO Max. Uh, but uh, I get in it and I was just like, it's just not there. It was just what didn't exist. I was like, what the hell? Just like Grand Budapest Hotel with uh, Ren, with the Wes Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> Tiff, you should probably just start playing the lotto at this point, man. Look. <laughs> the second time happen- you pick the movie and right before they cut it out. Look, if it happens on the next miniseries, whatever that is, Tim, you know what, what's going on. <laughs> We're in a simulation. Yep. Um, so I will say that you should just pick the next movie based on the very loose association we have to the Matrix again. <laughs> oh, so. I see what you I see I see what you're doing there. Uh <laughs> I'm picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> but yeah. So <laughs> this is goofy. Uh but to reiterate, the Christopher Nolan miniseries we're doing, it's his movies more grounded in realism as opposed yeah. to like his uh high sci-fi stuff that uh mm-hmm. he's also known for 
And it's perfect because his first one was following, which is a noir. This one is also a noir. Absolutely. Yeah, he just plays with the structure. And next we'll be doing Dunkirk. But anyway, back to Memento. Written directed by Christopher Nolan. He got the idea from a short story his brother wrote called Memento Mori. Actors uh, Guy Pierce, Carrion Moss, and Joe Pantoliano, which going back to the Matrix conversation. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it, this is a year after the Matrix, too. So I wonder I, I wonder if Joe Pantoliano, uh, can't even say his name, Pantoliano is, how do I say, is annoying in real life? Because I'd feel bad for Carrie Ann Moss. Ooh. Oh, no. he! Like, I thought he laid the foundation for rat fucks everywhere. Like, he was a pioneer in the uh, turncoat rat fuck genre. You know what I mean? He laid the yeah, stepping stones. That's true. Like, he, he he's iconic as that archetype. But he also, I've seen him not play it. Uh, this is, I mean, it's a similar kind of archetype, but he wasn't the villain. He was the, like, police sergeant or whatever in bat in the Bad Boys movies and he, he was all right he, yeah he but he, he was, wasn't he wasn't a bad guy he was just like he, the a asshole good guy, though, right? yeah. <laughs> he was just an asshole sergeant like well, god damn it why are you guys blowing up half the city <laughs> that's yeah, we, we just saw a scene <laughs> yeah, no 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 okay, nope. well no they 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 they, they kind of went back and uh Woosaw was in two and that was will smith and then in the third one i think they referenced the joke because he was trying to calm down Something like that. No, no, you're right. He no, he's the one who taught Will Smith the Wusa. Never That's mind. What I thought. You're okay. right. You're right. Yeah, because he hey. was trying to work on his anger, and he taught Will Smith the. Wu- anyway, okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. Gotta gotta um, get gotta get him, Bill Burr, and Joe Pesci in a movie where they just yell at each oh other about God. being rat fucks. <laughs> you rat, you, you're rat fuck. No, you rat fuck. No, you rat <laughs> rat fuck. You rat fuck. It's just just it just keeps go. It's just a whole movie of that. Can you just oh throw Paul Giamatti in there for like good luck? <laughs> Paul Giamatti, just can you can you just keep going? Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! And it's just like, what is this movie? It's like I'm not that drinking would, Merlot. Um, that would that would break the timeline. <laughs> it's it's the rat fuck multiverse. Now um, I want to watch their movies and do an edit of them yelling at each other. Yes. No, we can't actually get them all in the same room. Just find similar enough scenes and just have them yelling at a person. It's just like, what in the world? Memento Mori is uh, Latin for remember that you have to die. Oh, okay. But uh, the release, it came out of film festivals, and I think it had a theatrical run too. Budget, <laughs> I couldn't get an exact number, but it was between five and nine million. And domestically, it made 25 and a half and international 14 and a half total of 40 million. So you mean they didn't again, film that thing with a toaster? Like, <laughs> it did not seem like it needed that much money to go into it. It was probably the actors or the... I guess. It I must mean, have how, been. The how, ja- how, probably how the Jaguar. Guys, maybe that. <laughs> it ha- maybe it was the actors. Because, well, they would have filmed it before Matrix mm-hmm. came out. Hmm. So I don't think Carrie Ann Moss and Joe Pantoliano would have gotten that extra Matrix boost. Hmm. Does that make sense? I don't remember how popping yes, Guy yeah. Pierce was back then either. I don't yeah, either. I, I couldn't even remember who's know. in it. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe. I didn't tattoo it on myself, so. Uh, <laughs> I I genuinely, I genuinely this I I know I say this all the time. This is one of those movies that was like, hey, let's watch this movie, and I saw some of it, and I got interrupted, 
and then I didn't see it for 20 years. So I knew <laughs> I knew where things were going and I knew what the general premise of the movie was. Yeah. But even even knowing the general outline and possibly little spoilery things, I was still on a ride the whole time. Yeah. Look, I haven't I haven't seen it since I don't know when, but it was definitely before I started tracking my movies, which is mm-hmm. 20 2009. Yeah. Yep. Um, At least 20 years. Ditto. So I remember, I didn't remember exactly what happened. I just knew that like, you know, uh, oh, spoiler warning. Uh, we're going to spoil the movie when we get into it. But can we really? Because <laughs> technically the movie told you the ending at the beginning. Like, and, we, there's no spoiling and, we, and we can tell you anything <laughs> we want. It will still not spoil the what in the world experience. Yeah, that's the other thing. It's It's a... You know how some uh, movies are described as mood pieces? This is an experience piece. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. definitely a word for that that I can't remember. Uh, the experience is confusion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I Ren, did you see this before? And did you remember this when you watched it this time? So when I, It yeah. was so long for me that it was like, it was fresh. I remembered. <clears throat> so I watched this like 20 years ago when I worked right. in a blockbuster. Because I would just pick a thing and go try it out. Um, I remember this as being uh, guys looking for somebody who killed his wife. Yeah. And he was not a detective. That was the biggest part because he was Mm -hmm. afraid of cops. And then also that he had short-term memory loss. Mm -hmm. So he always had to have a note because it's just dude with tattoos and killing a person. But uh, re-watching it, uh, I did not remember enough to say like, oh, this is the progression of his illness somehow uh it states that he cannot make new memories but the fact is that he's created a narrative to allow him to keep pushing because he's constantly talking about uh this duty had to investigate because of a similar condition mm-hmm. but the thing is that guy never existed so it it says oh no we can't have somebody who can't form new memories but he managed to create an entire idea of another person to justify how he acts and even then, even then, he says that the person he's referring to never had a system, and that's why he let the that condition overtake his life. But the problem is that he he's the that guy is his self insert. He never mm. he still doesn't have a system. And if you yep. look, he's got tattoos in different places. Everything is like a huge mess. But he likens it to being organized and efficient, which is why he is his own worst enemy in this case it goes back to my groundhog day uh, <laughs> oh, uh day reference because yeah. the guy in the guy he made up for his little flashbacks was in groundhog's day yeah oh god damn. <laughs> right that's I, how we pick our next movie it's like oh wait that guy was in groundhog's day it's kind of it's kind of it's similar theme wise yeah and then we leapfrog to that one yeah <laughs> tim Sorry. no no you <laughs> good good i forgot uh, <laughs> it's gonna be the running joke uh <laughs> Oh, before we go on, I was going to give a shout out to you and Mauricio saying happy birthday. But it's funny that now you're on the podcast. It's <laughs> shout out, uh, shout out, oh, Ren. Happy oh, birthday! Oh, that's oh my birthday. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> yes. um, I'm 37, and uh, the memory is the first thing to go. <laughs> Thankfully, I know a guy who has a system of remembering things. There you go. Oh yeah, I forgot. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, 93 critics audience 94 that's pretty good that's interesting to me because i thought the audience would be lower because it's it has to be like the the like the holy shit at the end i 
I think that there's a lot of really cool things that this movie does that not a lot of filmmakers wanted to do back then and then bet on whether or not it was going to make money back, which is partly what's really annoying about watching movies now is that this movie felt like it was a stab at a different idea. I wonder if it's because it it pre-exists Rotten Tomatoes. So the the audience that goes and rates it are... Aren't a bunch of toxic assholes. Uh, no, 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 not even yeah. that. <laughs> but, but like, like, what am I trying to say? Like, it's a film you have to want to go see. So yeah, it's a, yeah. People, people who are interested in this kind of thing are going in and rating it. Yeah, like if it came out today, I feel like that number would be lower because you'd get the what the fuck peoples. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's not selling itself to like a specific niche that would already be inclined to watch. Yeah, uh, kind of detective noir story I, i'd hate to see the the tiktoks that would come from this being a, a current mm. movie it'd just be like it, just guys i don't think you're making the joke that you're thinking you're making just, <laughs> just let just let it go like all the opera oppenheimer barbie stuff it's like guys that's guys okay guys slow down that's a little funny that's pretty good. slow down folks yeah, okay they're just coming out the same time you don't have to conflate them what are you doing it, um, it, it's, no, I think it's like a third level meme now, like mm-hmm. where it started out as like, haha, that's funny. They're coming out at the same time. And then people started making the jokes about it, like within like the film community. And now, now it's, it's spilling over and it, it's now it's doubling over on itself. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, what's going on? All the, <laughs> all the t-shirts came out where it's like a big mushroom cloud and it just says Barbie. I do. I do want one of those. Like folks. <laughs> I, um, I I literally just changed my Facebook uh cover to, to, to half Barbie, half Oppenheimer. Oh right, the half. cowboy thing. Holy <laughs> moly. I, I was like, I'm done with this. I'm done with this when I saw the, the pink mushroom cloud. I'm like, all right, I'm done. It's, there's there's gotta be at least one person from each advertising line. team that contacted each other and were like, Did you do this? I have nothing to do with this. This is not a thing we did. Okay, I just thought I would call you and see. You sure you didn't? Mm-hmm. They gotta be just not sitting back this. watching this, like, wow, we we have shit to do with this and this. <laughs> and now that it's spilling over past, like, 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 uh, cinephiles or whatever, like, how they're just like, oh, we really about we about to make money, money. <laughs> there are people who are literally like showing that they bought tickets to both and they're gonna go the same night, and I'm like. Tom Cruise Holy did moly. it. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> Which is, I think he did that as a publicity, like, not not stunt, but like, he was getting heat because he got mad that Oppenheimer was going to like knock uh, Mission Impossible out yeah. the theaters. He got, so he, he, <laughs> now he's got to like, humility jokes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's got to do a video of himself. Like coming out of Barbie, like that was pretty good. But then he just starts sprinting to to Oppenheimer because he just loves running. If he's in a movie, he's running. He's (sighs) if (sighs) if he really about it, that's what he'd do. And then they'd play the Mission Impossible theme over him running through the movie theater full speed. (laughs) But like contextually, you remove that music, and it just looks like some ten-year-old running through a theater. You're like. God damn it. You Whose kid it. is that running a fucking theater? A bastard? <laughs> That's what they can do. For us, like it shows him running with the theme and then it cuts to somebody like the manager or whoever and the theme isn't playing. And, and he's just like, like oh, okay. 
Whose ten year old is this? <laughs> What's with the kid with the lifts in the shoes? <laughs> What's that kid doing? He's got like moon bouncers. It's, it's wild to me. It's wild to me that Tom Cruise and Vin Diesel wear the same shoes. No, I caught Robert Downey Jr. in those. <laughs> um, I, I feel uh, like if I ever get pictures one with, with any of them, I just want to like purposely like w- like put my picture up and just put I'm five I'm five six. <laughs> like, there put you your go. arm around his shoulder, be like, hey. There was a lost picture my family had of me. Uh, he was in. I just brought this up. I brought this up on one of the podcasts already. That's um, okay. The Maybe. movie Billy Bathgate was filmed in my hometown, Never and uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, he was in Rain Man with Tom Cruise. Uh, uh, Ju- D- Dustin Hoffman. Dustin I was gonna say Justin Hoffman. There was a Justin Hoffman. That's evil Justin Hoffman. It's Hoffman and me and some kids, and I'm like not far off from his height. I was maybe 14. I could have the I could have my age wrong, but I'm I was not far off from his height, and I'm not big. So the next time I saw Rain Man, I just kept going. Tom Cruise is little. <laughs> Wait a minute, he's, he's a li- little. That guy. means he's little because they're silhouette. almost the same height. Because there's several scenes where it's just them walking around. He's like, "Come on, come on, Raymond." It's just there, and it's just like <laughs> he's not very. He's not a big man. That's that's when it hit me, and then I just go back and watch movies, and I'll be like, "Man, they're trying too hard. That's ridiculous." <laughs> like he he he's got to be tiny because Cuba Gooding Jr. is towering over him. <laughs> <laughs> he also isn't. Yeah, he's not tall either. I thought he. Yeah, I thought he was a little dude too, but that's he's funny. not that tall, and he's like, "Man, you shorter than Snow Dogs." <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Snow Dogs is the next movie. <laughs> he got his own uh, uh, problems right now. Anyway, yeah. we can't go touch that. No, uh, back out. No, yeah. <laughs> pull up, pull up. You did give the spoil. You gave the spoiler warning. Yeah, yeah, I think we, we're in and out of like trying to describe it. It's a yeah. really hard dis- story to describe. So, I'm wondering how. I'm, you're I'm sorry. I feel like I gave work. too much away at the beginning, but I was like, I can't. I mean, really but you, explain you, it you gave without... it after the spoiler warning, so all bets are I, off. I, I, I was wondering because there's always video essays about movies, and then like then there's those brief synopsis of like you know uh, like you know this movie in ten minutes, and I'm like, how would you not sound <laughs> not sound schizophrenic describing this yeah i feel like you need to actually <laughs> so lead with I'm, the spoiler I'm, on yeah, explaining i'm so glad you like, said uh? that because <laughs> when i when i write up the templates i usually just go beat for beat because that's that's the way i like to do it and i make sure that we talk about everything so we don't forget <laughs> things because otherwise it will just be all over the place and like sometimes you know it sparks more conversation also it's like Okay, so if you if you're the type of person who just likes to listen to us and not watch movies, which doesn't is exist. a thing, it's weird. But I think <laughs> there's this, there's a couple of people who just like hearing us talk. I mean, not seeing imagine this podcast though being the very first introduction you have to the movie Memento. Oh, like, they're confused like, as shit. For, like for real, yeah. if you have not seen Memento, they're going to turn this podcast Stop. off and go right watch now. the cell. Watch the like that's what I took from that. The cell was a really good movie. I love Vincent D'Onofrio. Also, he's, he's, he's so good in the cell. He says he go, he's like you embarrass me in front of Vanessa. 
he didn't do that in the cell, but you know. <laughs> he didn't smash someone's uh, guy's head in <laughs> the car door. Anyway, uh, that's Daredevil if you don't get that reference. Anyway, uh, <laughs> first Daredevil? Uh, no, no, that's uh, the, the, the ne- Netflix Dare- Daredevil. Oh, okay, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. The first Charlie Cox Daredevil since they're rebooting it for Disney Plus. Oh yeah, <laughs> but the second live action one first is is, is Ben Affleck speaking to Old Jennifer Benny. Lopez. Anyway, Jennifer Lopez. Oh, we're doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> Look, one of my favorite games I used to play with uh one of my movie buddies before like I met like Ren and y'all on the internet uh <laughs> was uh. Uh, six degrees of separation and we used to see oh, who yeah. can can we throw out two actors and see who can uh if we can stomp the other person and like connecting them i i i like the kevin bacon thing i am a degree <laughs> you're one degree from kevin I'm bacon one one does that mean one, you know him one or you know there is one person one. in between me and him because she was in a movie with him here in town okay i, 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 I was just like, when i take her out i'm fighting kevin bacon <laughs> <laughs> i told her i was like yeah, I was like, "Is he still in town?" She's like, "We could, we could hook this up. You could be no degrees." And I was like, "Oh," <laughs> but uh, yeah, one. Okay. Um, my wife's brother uh, ha- apparently has like n- knowledge or experience dealing with his son, to the best of my knowledge. Good God, Junior Bacon. Yeah, l- l- okay. Mini Bacon. Okay, gotcha. Baby Bacon. All right. <laughs> okay so how do we actually feel about the movie <laughs> memento i like you forgot what movie we're watching i like usually. i like the movie a lot i think one of the weirdest things is you can look at this movie as a really dark comedy to some degree oh absolutely because there are literally times when he like addresses something in this tone that makes it feel like he is not being serious at all. Yeah, when he says, "Who am I chasing?" Oh no, he's chasing me. No, I, I cried. I stopped. <laughs> I stopped the. Mo- I already, I I knew I had to get up and get a drink, but he, he, when he just goes, "Huh, what's going on here?" Oh, who? Am I? I guess I'm chasing that guy, and the guy shoots at him. Oh, he's so, chasing he's me. He's chasing me. <laughs> long is the is the memory span because it feels like it's eight solid minutes it's 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 practically goldfish at times because it's yeah. like three seconds Man. almost uh the, the, the bit where she like steps back outside after telling him something yeah. and she was and just waiting oh he's like, like you know she's just in the car counting i was like what the heck is that that's not that's, that's so rude like, okay that's so not even right maybe the best way to cover this so you're not covering each individual scene is covering oh, no, no, no. what we see as the viewer in chunks so it's like oh yeah that's what that's what i did i was uh that's one of the things i forgot <laughs> it was uh <laughs> i was gonna say i usually when i build out the templates i usually go uh beat by beat but i was like this shit is too fucking all over the place to do that so i actually like i didn't take it verbatim but i I leaned heavily on the wikipedia synopsis for this one because bruh like that was rough that's another reason why we'll get through this one faster because i wasn't about to yeah (laughs) i thought about it i thought about it and i like i think i got to the second color scene and said fuck this it wasn't it wasn't like four it's, minutes into the movie i was like ain't no way, ain't no way. Uh, the third layer of the dream and i'm just like ah. yeah, no. 
Oh man, Ren, did you like it? Or did you? <laughs> I, I've been uh, trying to figure that out. Yeah, I I liked it well enough. Uh, mm-hmm. I would suggest it to few people that actually mm-hmm. pay attention to movies when they watch them. Um, yeah, I try to have my wife. That's watch a this. that's a good point. Just you can... her attention for for movies sometimes is worse than mine. So, um, like with this, that requires you to pay attention to exactly what's happened scene to scene. Because I'd I'd watch a scene, pause it, go do something, come back, unpause it, so I could kind of try to replay it in my head a little bit. But it it does require a very active watching. It's not a background yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. I had it rated as a ten from the first time I watched it. Mm-hmm. So that means back in back in the day, I put it on IMDb as a ten. <laughs> uh, rewatching it, I think I'm gonna lower it from a ten, but. It it was definitely, but I don't know if it's that's fair because my ten means life changing, and at the time I had never seen anything like this that played with structure yeah. the way it does. Mm-hmm. I still think it's a great movie. Mm-hmm. The it has diminishing returns on rewatch though because it just like once you, even if I like I said I forgot a lot of what happened, but I still had the general idea of like oh yeah, Joe Pantoliano isn't the killer. Yeah. Uh, like I, I knew that and I knew that he forgot that he did some shit. I didn't remember like how the role Carrie, Wa- or Carrie Washington, Carrie Ann Moss, uh, mm-hmm. played, but I remember the general, like, uh, Joe Pantiano is in the killer and he forgot that he had done some shit already. With that in mind, it, it was just disorienting without the full payoff. Mm-hmm. But I still recognize that, like, if you saw this for the first time and you actually paid attention, like, your socks might be blown off because, like, oh, shit. Like, (laughs) or maybe not because it's been, it's from 2000. People probably referenced it or recreated it enough that it might not hit the way. That's what I was asking y'all, like, when, if you've seen it before, when when did you see it? Mm Because I'm curious if someone watched it today fresh, knowing nothing, if they would still be impressed. Um personally i still think it's it's totally like worth rewatching. but i do understand that some movies are just meant to be watched once yeah this is uh, one of those me and antichrist i'm never gonna watch that again i think it was like incredibly well done from a lot of different yeah it's yeah. fucking insane uh but i'm never gonna watch that again that's kind of for yeah. different reasons um but really yeah, I, I would still suggest it to people now, even if they're if they're interested in something that's a little different. But I don't know a ton of active <laughs> movie watchers. Like, I don't go to films anymore, really. I don't uh, watch stuff on the big TV because I got kids. a bunch of kids around to bear in mind. Um, so it's it's very like in my own space, my own cinematic apparatus is like with headphones, which is outside of what the directors probably prefer. I get it, mm. but. You know, with this, uh, I don't know. Especially if, Nolan. I, yeah, I don't know if giving this like a at a ten rating is. I, I'd be like a green light, red light. Do I think you should watch this? If you're an active movie watcher, I would say to watch this movie. It's really neat, but I, it's difficult for me to say like, oh, that was only like an eight as far as you know, this experiment of a movie. It feels like. Yeah. Like if uh, you wanted to make a drinking game, I would say no. Don't do it. <laughs> I was. Uh... So how about you, Tim? Do you think this would is good on rewatches? I could probably watch this again, but I honestly think uh, 
it's tenuous because there is a degree to which you know what's happening after the second watch. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Like for me, it, I don't know. I don't know. Like I, I, I knew enough to know the, it, the impact wasn't going to be as much and it wasn't, mm-hmm. but now I'm just, but I still recognize that it was still damn near genius on first watch. It's a pretty good, so, it's a pretty good experience. Mm-hmm. I would recommend it. I think it is worth rewatching. And honestly, to some degree, I'm kind of surprised I just hadn't seen it more times. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Well, look. Let's uh, let's go through it. It's not going to take too long because ain't about. <laughs> look, we not leapfrogging with them, man. <laughs> I, I, I looked at your notes and I was like, aha. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to know what we mean by this, but it's like, oh, six, just a six. <laughs> Okay, so film starts out with the sequence in reverse, a Polaroid photograph of a dead man slowly reverting to its fresh, undeveloped state, then eventually going back into the camera, and the guy oh. and the guy that took the picture uh, shoots the guy in the head. It took me a moment on that. Yeah. I forgot about that. I was not making that I, connection. With I thought it was, was developing backwards. I thought it was pretty neat. I was like, that's yeah. not how you load those cameras. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. You must feed the camera. <laughs> Once again... <laughs> Like I'm, I don't want to jump ahead to our future uh, second Nolan uh, miniseries when we do his sci-fi movies, but there's a lot of stuff that happens in Memento where I'm like, I bet you this is where he got the idea for this other movie from, including Tenet. Like oh. I feel like he rewatches his movies and is like, hey, what if I explore this specific thing and then he builds off from that so i bet you he watched the opening scene of this and was like hold up time flowing in reverse not time travel anyway (laughs) so yeah from this point the movie alternates between black and white scenes which is moving forward through uh the timeline from the start and color scenes which comes backwards from the end of the timeline where the uh joe pantiano gets shot so Next, the the black and white scenes <laughs> begin. Sorry, I'm laughing at my myself and my notes. How I differentiate between black and white and color. Uh, the black and white sequences begin with like Leonard Shelby, a former uh, insurance in- investigator, in a motel room, speaking to an unseen and unknown caller. Leonard has, let me, I'm sorry if I butchered this, enterograde amnesia. That's probably that sounds good. about right. Yeah, and is unable to store recent memories, the result of an attack by two men. Uh, Leonard explains allegedly, 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 allegedly sprinkled allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> Leonard explains Air that quotes. that he killed the attacker who raped and strangled his wife Catherine. Who half the movie I was like, who's this? She looks familiar. Then I remember that she's a CSI. She's from CSI. The original. Uh, CSI. There you go. Yeah, because uh, she, she looks like two other people to me. And they all kind of blended together. Uh, uh, like I knew it wasn't uh, what's her name, Anna Paquin, Rogue from X Men. I knew it wasn't oh, her. Yeah. It's, and it's not up. Julia Stiles. Yeah, it's yeah. That, she, that's the two people, Anna Paquin and yep. Julia Stiles. And oh, it just her, Yeah. Weird. <laughs> 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 ten, ten things I hate about Leonard. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that caught me off guard. <laughs> First things first, he's not Heath Ledger, so we're going to get some. (laughs) Weird. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so his wife, Catherine, but the second attacker uh, clubbed him and escaped. 
the police didn't accept that there was a, a second attacker, but Leonard believes the attacker's name is John G or James G. <laughs> Jingleheimer <And> Schmidt. <laughs> <laughs> And Leonard investigates using notes, Polaroid photos, and tattoos to keep track of the information he discovers because he can't remember shit. And Leonard, uh, I don't know if I said, obviously Leonard's played by uh, Guy Pierce. Leonard recalls Sammy Jenkins. I keep saying Sammy yeah. Jenkins because Jenkins doesn't make sense to me, but Jenkins Absolutely does. Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> it's a little too jank. <laughs> right. <laughs> so Sammy Jenkins. Another uh, interrogate amnesiac from his insurance industry days. And after tests confirmed Sammy's inability to learn tasks through repetition, Leonard believed that his condition was at best psychological and perhaps fake. And he turned down his insurance claim because it's like, uh, nah. Because anyway, that's his job anyway as an insurance dude, right? Yeah, just to so, say no to everything. Yeah. <laughs> Which, that's a, another layer of like... Is Leonard a bad guy? You can explore. Anyway, I think they kind of touched on it in the movie, but I'm going to leave that alone. Sammy's distraught wife repeated repeatedly asked Sammy to administer her insulin shots to her for her diabetes, right? And hoping he would remember having recently given her a shot and avoid giving her a fatal overdose, except he did and he killed her. <laughs> so, like, that's the story he told, he was telling on the phone to whoever in the to black the and cop. white scenes. To the cop, yeah. I believe, right? Oh yeah, it's a it it is a cop. It, wait, isn't it? A, Eventually, I think you find out it's the cop. You yeah. find out it's a yeah Teddy because he would call him to get him to open the door mm-hmm. when he when he needed to talk to him. Otherwise, he wouldn't open the door. Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, so in the color sequences, uh, in the story's chronology, like Leonard self direct or directively gets a tattoo of John G's license plate. And like uh, finding a note on his clothes, he meets Natalie, a bartender who <laughs> resents Leonard because he wears the clothes and drives the car of her dead boyfriend or not. dead. I don't know if she knows he's dead, but of her yeah. boyfriend. So she basically she like go she goes outside the bar and then Leonard pulls up in her boyfriend's car in his clothes. And she's just like, por qué? like, yeah, that part isn't really touched on until like the middle of the movie though. yeah so yeah. up in the beginning of the movie you see her as somebody who is sympathetic to what his needs are yeah but then you realize once they play the same scene or a similar scene within a certain context of what built up to that <laughs> yeah you realize oh my god he fucked he, up real hard he fucked up she bad. is getting hers in mm-hmm. uh, because she knows that she can manipulate him as somebody who has the memory of a goldfish yep so like and like we eventually and he kind of deserved it he kind of brought it upon himself so yeah yeah there's no innocent people in this yeah nobody is now do you think about it yeah except for uh sammy jenkins's wife who you know i mean leonard's wife (laughs) she doesn't exist yeah yeah. Yeah. (laughs) oh you're right (laughs) the 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 hotel guy the beer spitting guy everybody's bad everybody's Everybody's bad. bad Yeah, I didn't think about that, but I mean that's also kind of in the genre, right? Yep. Like you don't get a noir. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nobody good except kids and dogs. (laughs) Even then, even then they're selling drugs. (laughs) You ever had you ever had dog weed before? It's the worst. (laughs) There's a lot of stems and sticks in this. Yeah, it's all sticks. All sticks. These dogs, all they do is deal sticks. 
I gotta throw this to get high? That seems weird. <laughs> Meanwhile, dog's like, yeah, just just do it. It's, it's fine. I'll get it. I'll get it. <laughs> I see what you did there. You are funny. So after understanding Leonard's condition, <laughs> which she does with the spit thing. Oh, man, that's uh, Yeah. She uses it to get Leonard to drive a man named Dodd uh, out of town and offers to run the license plate as a favor through the through the DMV's uh, vehicle database, right? The license plate she thinks is, uh, or Leonard thinks is John or James G or whatever. So meanwhile, Leonard meets with a contact, Teddy, who, you know, we know he shoots, who helps with uh, Dodd. Uh, I guess Dodd was, did we, did they explain who Dodd was? It was just... An enemy of Carrie Ann Moss, right? Uh, I believe that he was supposed to be part of a drug deal. And when she didn't have the money, because the money was later covered that Leonard, I believe, Mm. had the money from the drug deal. It went wrong. Yes. Mm. So Leonard fucks up a drug deal. Leonard, I believe, kills her boyfriend, takes his car, takes his suit. Because yeah. the entire time you're like, oh, he's just like an insurance claims adjuster. He uh, researches stuff and then denies people claims like you know, any good red bullet American. Um, <laughs> but instead, he has fucked up a drug deal so hard and gotten not only the person who had the money, but the person who was going to have the drugs and the person who was the girlfriend of the dealer. Everybody's uh, in trouble. He yeah. turned everyone against him. That is wild when you really sit there and like put it in perspective. It's a huge pain in the ass to try to watch, man. I had to like pause a scene, think about everything that worked, pause a scene, and like, okay, okay, I think I got this down. What you're saying is we need a commando palette cleanser. Yeah. No, it's fine. Make a memento game like on the on the same platform as like Monkey Island. Yeah. You just never make it through the game. Yeah. So the new drinking game is every time you say, huh, during watching Memento, you take a shot. Oh, man. And if uh, you think you know what's going on by the end of the movie, you finish the bottle. Well, yeah. Uh, so so Teddy, Joe Pantoliano, he warns Leonard not to trust uh, Natalie, uh, Carrie Ann Moss. And like Leonard finds that he had previously annotated on his Polaroid of Teddy that he warned himself not to trust Teddy. Uh-oh. And that's uh, you know how he gets shot. So Natalie uh, provides Leonard with a driver's license for John Edward Gamel, which is Teddy's full name, <laughs> uh, confirming Leonard's information on John G and his warnings, right? Okay, I did have one question, though. They they had established that Teddy's character, or John or Joe G, whatever the fuck, um, it was a rat. He established that he was a bad cop, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. does his past dealings involve uh, the drug dealer, drug dealer's girlfriend, et cetera, et cetera, turning him into a target of that? And that's why she was producing his name as somebody not to trust? I think what what happened was he he found out through being a cop or whatever about this drug deal. And he was using Leonard to go mess it up so they can steal the money. And mm-hmm. Carrie Ann Moss yes. somehow put together that Leonard really does have this special amnesia and the cop is manipulating him. So she manipulated Leonard to kill him because she knows that he's the real bad guy behind her boyfriend disappearing and the drug deal blowing up. That would make more sense because I couldn't think of a single reason why Teddy would stick around to help Leonard. Like, Oh, because he's been using him for a year. Yeah. 
This yeah. is what it sounds like. Yeah. Uh, so, so we don't know how many times this cycle has happened. We al- we but, also don't but, know how many people he's killed in his be- on his behalf. Yeah, because it so sounds he's... like he's just got to tell somebody that uh, that's that guy. That's John B. Go after him. They don't oh, know. You said John B. No, not not, not honorary black man John B. <laughs> <laughs> be like, they don't John... know. <laughs> I need you to go after John B. Are you still down? <laughs> There's like three people that's going to get this joke. <laughs> Leonard, so Leonard, know, Leonard, Leonard, cool. Relax. If you don't know, John B is one of those r b singers that's actually a white guy. But like people, like black people just like, ain't no way that dude white. Yeah. Nah. Look how you know what, picture. His, nah. his, hair, his hair is not straight. Nah, it's just cut nah, short. They'll have a picture and they're just and he he has the, the shortcut yeah. and like the, the goatee just, and they're just like, nah, that's just a light skin dude. Nah. Nah. Maybe nah, he nah. mixed. Y'all don't know. Nah, y'all don't know. That's true. That's true. Nah, he got a white daddy. Like because <laughs> <laughs> his <laughs> you know, in the nineties, like his his songs were so good and he just you just they just knew he was a black man. This might be my favorite episode because we are we're, there's screw it's impossible to go through this movie so it's just too gonna... hard to talk about oh, so <laughs> yeah but, let's forget but, about it but Ren's right <laughs> yeah. Ren Ren's right she manipulated enough to get what she wanted out of the situation which is yeah. probably just saving her own ass hey, she may never see her she may never see her boyfriend again but because yeah, she never yeah. we never see her actually like mourn him. She's just like, oh well, he must have killed him. It was only a matter of time, but uh, mm-hmm. you like know, she knows, our... she knows the game he's playing. He, yeah, he, he could, he could uh, end up dead. Like no problem. Like that's why she seemed kind of like, oh, he's got the car and the clothes. Interesting. Well, <laughs> yeah, you get to see the just like you know, kind of the color drain out of her face mm-hmm. when yeah. this dude pulls up and she's like, look at the car. He's like, oh hey, it's Jimmy. Hey Jimmy, mm-hmm. how are you? It's like holy fuck, who the shit? Is driving Jimmy's car, got Jimmy's cash. He doesn't even know. Mm-hmm. He's playing off like he's on a sitcom. So here's the thing: I don't remember exactly. Oh no, he tells he tells her because he tells everybody. Yeah, his that he has idea. a condition. It's like, hey, I have. I'm sorry, I have this condition where I, I forget things. And so she's like watching this dude who pulled up in her boyfriend's car, has his clothes, and he's telling her that he don't remember shit. So she's like, yeah, whatever. We about yeah. to test this theory. <laughs> I think it's a. Uh, it's interesting that his big shtick was this kind of was antigrade or something that mm-hmm. amnesia that yeah, he had. Yeah. He would constantly say, "I have a different type." It's like yeah. you learned you had it after you got it. Okay. Oh, oh shit! Like, if it was anything like the story that he'd tell himself, he yeah. wouldn't remember shit. He would stay in his house. He'd be constantly reliving uh, the moments before his wife died. Yeah. Yo, plot hole. Goddamn. He's got he's got enough memory to mm-hmm. start building things, but he's tied up in this whole thing trying to avoid thinking about his wife dying. So he has to get revenge, quote so, unquote. Okay, shit, you just unlocked a whole new layer of this. Hold on, hold on. So is it a plot hole? It's not a plot hole. Or or is it just that the the like the starting point is just a little after it's not actually the point of impact on his head. The starting point is like, I don't know, at, in, in recovery or whatever. And in recovery is when he couldn't make memories or 
did you are are you implying that it's not a plot hole it's not the case where the the actual like reset point is after he learns what he has and it's implying that he's just a fraud in general just going around doing all just shit. to some degree i think it has, that is in there i think he did get hurt he has memory deficits has he mm-hmm. has a problem but yeah. i think he's overcome it or has found enough okay building to to know he shouldn't be doing any of this stuff but he's in trauma so he just he's like i'm gonna repeat the cycle well they they do mention that the reason why they uh weren't going to pursue the claim or you know i mean they're going to dismiss the claims with the insurance was that they couldn't tell if it was like a biological response or a psychological response so Mm -hmm. if this was in fact his psychological response and he's able to build not only his own narratives Ah. but also block out the mm-hmm. things that he's done, then yeah. he could just get this perpetual like. So it, like, it's it's literally seeking, and he gets feedback yeah. on it too. So so she, it's it's not even like it's 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 like you said it's not physical, mm-hmm. which is what they're trying to prove with Sammy Jenkins. Yeah, uh, the story that not, he made up for himself. So there is no plot hole, and that's that's the that's the crux. Is oh yeah. wait, so so is it a good movie? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. All right. It's not even why I'm here. <laughs> He's like my job here is done. I can scratch out that defend memento tattoo I have. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> then we're going to forget about it. <laughs> get to, hey, you guys ever see memento? <laughs> mm. Oh man. You just uh, just it's just on your wrist defend yeah. memento. <laughs> So you know what to go ahead and cut that off now. To hell with this template. Uh, so, so Carrie Moss figures out he doesn't have or he has memory issues, and he's not like bullshitting because doesn't she get everybody to spit into his beer in the bar, or is it just she, her? Just the one creepy three. dude. It's three no, dudes. He does it. It's her. Yeah. The creepy dude, and then he also gets Leonard. Yeah. To spit his own, spit his own drink. <laughs> And then waits a bit, waits for him to forget, and then he drinks the beer. Okay, so it's like, oh, he's like, legit. oh, that one's uh dusty. I was like, nice <laughs> excuse, nice <laughs> excuse. He knows, he knows. Just like, oh, I would have paid you extra for that. And just like, <laughs> wait, wait, Carrie Ann, Carrie Ann Moss spitting that because oh, hold up, Trinity. Like, yeah, Trinity. but a totally <laughs> random stranger also spitting it. It's like, uh, it's fine. <laughs> it's Trinity. <I'm> not <laughs> Trinity, 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 you gotta you gotta charge for that, ma'am. The whole time he was just like leather suit, leather suit, leather suit, leather suit, leather suit. <laughs> come on, like you gotta you gotta think. Don't put your feet in sandals on the internet. Don't put those pictures up. Not for free. Not for free. Oh shit. Uh and yeah, what else? Uh so the Sammy Jenkins thing was completely made up in Leonard. Like mm-hmm. say he doesn't exist, but that was Leonard convincing himself that this person exists so he can it like justifies what he's doing, right? Correct. Part, uh, yeah, partly. Part, it's it's partly. a fragment of justifying it. Because yeah. normal people don't say, I'm gonna go kill somebody he, because yeah. I've been wronged. You know what I mean? That's this true. is he's he's almost morally and psychologically detached himself. He like started an engine on a car and mm. then just let it go. And here's the thing. I, I used to say, I hate 
unreliable narrator stories. That's the term, yeah. I hate it with a passion. Uh, and then I watched some more movies and I realized, you know what? This one did it right and this one did it right. And what mm-hmm. I realized, I hate mysteries with unreliable narrators. Now, I guess this is also a mystery, but they are straight mm-hmm. up upfront that he has memory issues. And the yeah. structure of the movie disorients you the way he's disoriented. So it works. Now, what I hate is when it's like you're following along this, you're watching this mystery, and you know, part of a mystery movie is you trying to solve it. Like that's inherent to the genre. You, as a viewer, it's it's the structure is like you are with the main character trying to solve this mystery. Yeah, you're supposed to be beholden to truth. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. for them to pull the rug out from under you at the end, being like, "Up, oh, it's all made up. The points don't matter." uh unreliable narrator it's like that's not fair like what's the movie that like a lot of film folks love it's french uh high tension or hot tension or whatever oh, oh man that's they, a mystery yeah they, they well not quite but like the whole movie this this killer is chasing this girl yeah right? and then oh, at the end you find out that she was the killer but the thing is along the way you see things happen that there's no way like you even see a scene without her where like he's like <laughs> it's like a truck and the cabin you think this like the, the truck driver's like 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 getting like a blowjob or something and he just drops like a, a head out and he's like oh he's giving himself a blowjob with a severed head like like it's all went so what the fucking most to show you that this this crazy man is after her just for the crazy man to not even exist and it's like really like the whole the whole the whole time was just y'all just fucking with me the whole there's, movie there's a uh, uh, that reminded me of there's this game i think it's called heavy rain or is it heavy oh uh, heavy rain it's a, it's like playstation it's more of a storytelling game like interactive now now i'm getting them confused cuz i think indigo prophecy is the earliest one by those people which yeah. also had a plot hole that was like, or excuse me, what is a rug pull that was like, why did you do that? But I, I think in, I think it's Indigo, I think it's Indigo Prophecy is the one, or Heavy Rain is the one where with the dad, the whole the whole game is like you're after a murderer, and there's a detective who's after the murderer, and then he goes, the detective is doing all these things to track down the murderer, and at the end of the game, he's the murderer. Why would he search for these things? Mm-hmm. Why yeah, would he? Go ask. Why would he go on these? Like he went to an office and had a gunfight with people trying to get information about this murder. And why would you even do that? You were doing the murders. And like the logic is, oh, they were crazy the whole time. Like, Eh. but it it's it still feels like they cheated. Yes, right, absolutely. And like I know, like Scorsese is untouchable, but I did not like Shutter Island. Because, um, but that, yeah, that I, I, I I, I'm willing. That. I'm willing to rewatch it though because he the the payoff wasn't there. That's what it, the payoff was weak, and I felt cheated. That's, but yeah, but it they were also like, well, he was in a crazy house the whole time. So mm-hmm. like, you can argue that like the the breadcrumbs were there, and maybe I just missed the breadcrumbs. But it still feels like cheated. So maybe I'll appreciate it on a rewatch. I only watch it once in theaters, but mm-hmm. like. That was the movie where I actually like learned the term unreliable narrator. Yes. And mm-hmm. I was like, fuck this shit. But you know, I saw some, I can't even remember I saw one recently, I can't remember what, that it worked the way they did it. So if they do it in such a way and it's not like just straight up just the regular mystery, 
I feel like I can roll with it. But and watch watch Sixth Sense again, dude. If you want to talk about, I've never seen Sixth Sense. Like, Shut the fuck up. Guess why? Mm, is it gonna <laughs> be upsetting? No, it, it's just it's no. Oh. There's no story behind it. It's just that oh, that <laughs> that's like that is the biggest reveal, like the most, uh, oh. you know, like like. So because it was given away, it was spoiled. Yeah, so like I just never had the urge to watch it because not not so much because I already know the ending, but it's more like I'll I know I will never achieve. You never get that, that same hit. Yeah, it's it's so, lost. It's it's not the zeitgeist anymore to be surprised yeah. by a M Night Shyamalan movie. This is... <laughs> <laughs> come back twenty five years after that movie came out. And you're like, hey, did you know that Bruce Willis was a ghost the whole time? <laughs> Mind blowing. Did you know that Bruce Willis was ghosts the whole time? He's just like, yeah. He's like what? <laughs> yeah, dude, you're just learning this now. Who was goats? There were four goats <laughs> in a man in a man suit. Um, do uh, I? Just to just so you could see, just, you know, for your own experience, how well I feel like that was built into the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I would recommend it. Okay, so but that's going off of what I was saying. Like mm-hmm. with Shutter Island, it's possible that if I go back and I watch it, I'll see that the writing was on the wall the whole time and in a really good way. And mm-hmm. I was just mad mm-hmm. <laughs> after the first watch. So if I go, if I watch. I could watch Sixth Sense as if I already watched Sixth Sense, but this mm-hmm. time I'm looking for the breadcrumbs. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I could, I could fuck with that. Okay. I don't, I don't you, feel if like you got the... a free Sunday or something. You know what yeah. I mean? I feel like it's probably everywhere. I don't I feel everywhere. like Shutter Island is baked only... in as well as Sixth Sense. Oh, that's part of the... that's just going to feel... make me, I was going to not make me matter, but make me still hate it. <laughs> I feel that's like six... I'm always angry. <laughs> Sixth Sense. I feel like sprinkled it in just enough mm-hmm. okay but i feel like shutter island is heavy-handed they're hitting you over the head mm-hmm. it's like going back and watching it again it's like oh oh it's not like the reveals with the other one where you're like wait a minute that's actually how i like yeah, the when montage I, at the end when mm-hmm. i said it maybe if i go back and i watch or what i say uh uh oh he was in a crazy house the whole time how didn't i know Maybe that like oh. If I can if I can find a way to link it back to this movie, it feels like a really good one is when that the forgot. director is not holding onto the audience's hand. They're yeah. not saying, Hey, look, did you hear that? They just called Leonardo DiCaprio by his God given Christian first name, like he's been here for years. Crazy coincidence, right? Yeah. Ooh, um, okay. Whereas whereas with this movie, there is zero hand holding. It is pushing you like off the deep end of a pool. You know what I mean? It's sink or swim. You either pay attention to the clues and follow the rest of the plot of the movie so you can understand that Leonard is not necessarily a bad guy, but the way that he's wired the situation, he's become an instrument of people that will use him for bad deeds. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, and he's, he's he's not fine with that, but as long as he's getting that dopamine hit from the revenge, he's, I think he's one having of you that said- constant cycle. Yeah, he's he's set. He'll kill anybody. I think one of you touched on that before. I forgot who said it, but like it's like you said, he's not bad, but his thing is I'm just like I'm gonna recreate this. He's creating his reality so he has like purpose. Yeah, because he'd rather do that than live with the fact that he killed his wife by accident. 
Yeah. And and uh, <clears throat> the other part is that Mass he is also escapism. kind of, yeah, he's kind of morally ambiguous. You know what I mean? He's not yeah. a good guy. He's not even necessarily a bad guy, but he is a morally ambiguous guy that's willing to do bad things to get revenge. That's not necessarily yeah. every human being. You know? Yeah, like he's not going to go out and like kick a cat, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, he did that. He forgot. Someone told he's him not, that cat he's was not gonna, John G. I'm like, sorry. He's not going to throw a cat out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put it past him. But uh, uh shout out Grand Budapest episode. Uh, but uh, I got you. Okay. One thing we haven't specified yet, if you aren't already confused or turned the episode off. <laughs> Leonard killed his wife the same way Sammy Jenkins killed his wife by giving her an overdose of... Uh, the medicine because he forgot that he already gave it to her. And yeah. then he created the, these guys strangled her and created the, well, now I have to go get revenge. The whole thing in his head to cope with, not really cope with, but to like <laughs> replace the fact mm. that he killed his wife. And like, this is how I live my life now. So I don't got to accept that. Like the right? attack, the, uh, the bathroom attack happens. Mm-hmm. He does try to foil it. Oh, but his she, wife, yeah, that's his right. Wife, his wife is his wife is attacked. He is hurt. He probably gets a memory problem from that. But then he screws she up. Recovers. Yeah, they recover. She, he's not great. She's recovering. She's not doing well with the fact that he's like a different person. Mm-hmm. And she does the story. The story part with the insulin. She does yeah. that. Doesn't cope well with it. She dies. He realizes what he's done because he does have memory mm. and decides to replace all that. So that was the physical versus. Do you, here's a question. <clears throat> Do you think that the psychological response of creating this, this never ending loop of forgetting stuff came after the loss of his wife because he understood at some base level that he killed her? I think and so. That's why he set up the narrative. Now that you've Sammy. introduced this. <laughs> No, that's that's exactly what I think. I think he once he realized he was still building memories and how easy it is to replace them. He just wrote a post-it note that said, uh, I am actually in a film noir and I like tattoos. <laughs> it's the one reminder. He actually uh, tattooed it's, it on a really it's, obvious. It's the harder. It's the harder hit. It's like film yeah. noir. Don't remember. Got it. OK, good. That's our thing. That's what we're doing today. Dang, I, um, really I will say that. I will say that it's really funny that you're you're constantly hearing him talk about Sammy and, you know, I do it better than Sammy. Fuck Sammy. That guy's a bitch. Like, I got all these notes set up. Look at my wall. But then you're <laughs> like, okay, I like this guy. He's got a file. He's got some post-it notes. But then you notice that every clue that he's left for himself gets more and more ragged and out of context. Yep. When you see how puzzling it is, the way he's tattooed himself. Oh, I was about to ask you about that. Yeah, yeah, and, that's, and the fonts. font changes. Yeah, like yeah. that was driving Some of me them crazy. He's done with pen. With mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, yeah. you see him I, doing well. I've with done this. <laughs> I've done this. He's, he did a couple with of a ballpoint pen. He got. He did a couple sticky needles and some uh, floss, and gave myself a tattoo. Not a fish hook. Ta- uh, well, not yet. Um, but oh I my did. god, he has a stick and poke. Is he? Is he a crust yeah. punk? <laughs> I don't ride trains no more. Um, <laughs> I, I did pierce my lip twice with safety pins just because, and if you've ever done it, you know it sucks. Cause I did the ears. Tips, they're not sharp. They're mm-hmm. not sharp. They're not sharp. Same. Um, you can cut, you can poke yourself and bleed, but it's not the same thing as going nope. straight through your skin. So with that said, though, 
the the sheer amount of stuff he's got polaroids he's got post-its they're grimy they're bad handwriting he's got the pepe silvio thing on the wall dude it is is so rough because you see like he's talking about himself he's like oh great i'll never let that happen to me i won't get confused but the thing is sammy never got confused he was never even given a window to get confused yeah he was like he was not in a vegetative state but it's like someone was constantly hitting the reset button on his snes Mm-hmm. and like he would just reset someone would come by he would reset but that was the same condition that it seems like leonard has almost set up for himself because as you see with um trinity whatever she comes back she lights him up with insults <laughs> and then she leaves she sits in her car for side note she gets yes. the acting award for this for this movie oh too, my god scene. i was mad <laughs> i was mad watching that but she she figured it out and took action like immediately and up to that point you didn't realize leonard to her is the bad guy yeah. absolutely so yeah so she's totally justified in what she did <laughs> like we don't know for sure that like she i i assumed that she knowing her boyfriend did we did she probably was like man there's a level of uh i could i could get hurt in this but i don't think she was completely not attracted or in love with her boyfriend either you don't really get all that, but the, yeah. just the the nerve of this guy to come into her yeah. life and kill her and put her in danger. Because <laughs> that that uh, that Dodd guy is still real and looking for the money. Yeah, it's okay. They got rid of him. At least I yeah. think it's okay. They never follow up with it. So yeah, I think He's Dodd. I think Dodd was from out of town, and when they yeah. gave an opp- him an opportunity to, to 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 jet, he was like down. All right, you're not <laughs> you're not going to kill you me. Can, you can erase right. my name from your post-it notes. Oh my god! So yeah, so we're we're talking about unreliable narrator, and you yeah. do really get to see just that decline in like mental faculties that he seems to have. Like he talks really big shit in the beginning, and then you realize, oh, this it's this guy like grasping at like wisps of smoke in a, a mystery noir movie. You know? Yeah, it's sad, but it's also like the moment you can tell that he's like manipulating his own circumstances to try to like forget things. It's like, eh, you're, you're already mixed. You mixed too far into the badness now. Yeah. <laughs> it, it just shows that he's willing to do anything. And part of the issue is that like with a lot of characters in general, um, even like criminals now once murder, once exploitation becomes, Oh, I'm willing to do this. This is a feasible idea in my head. It's so much easier to kill a guy than to do anything else, then you're lost. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because now his his future answer is just like, who's that dude? I don't know. John G, I saw that on a note. Kill him. It's like, Ooh, oh, yeah. okay, you're, you're, you're already broken, and like, morally. Also, it doesn't help that Teddy points out that he's like, there's so many John Gs, James Gs. Shoot, I'm a, James, I'm a John G. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Which gets him killed. But, like, <laughs> yes. yeah, it could be anybody. Bad, you know? bad lead. Yeah. I would not have started with that. <laughs> introduce like yourself <laughs> introduce Teddy, yourself to leonard you're like what's your name oh john john oh yeah john g it's like oh. i i feel like oh, maybe it's just because i'm not evil but <laughs> i'm not a i'm not a crooked cop so i wouldn't be doing shit like this anyway i don't know that sounds exactly what a crooked cop Cro- would say <laughs> <laughs> got my eyes on you chill man chill <laughs> 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 but he I wouldn't have <gasps> taken this risk knowing that I'm a John G. <laughs> like, Dude. I know that's why he tells him his name is Teddy, but still, like, I wouldn't, like, 
like he really didn't think he would find out his real name at some point and just be fucked. <laughs> well, he I mean, w- he was just as flagrant as uh, Natalie, though, because he just hit a breaking point. He was like tired of his shit. He was just like, I could say all this stupid shit because you're and not you're even going to fucking remember. Yep. <laughs> but unlike Natalie, he wasn't smart enough to take his pens away. Man, oh man! Because yeah. during during that scene, she gets the idea. Yeah. She takes all the pens in the area, shoves them pen, in her back, and then and she goes off. <laughs> I, I will say that once again, we have a, a movie depicted in a time that would have been upended by the application of modern technology. Because this is two thousands, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The movie came out in the two thousands. We already had cell phones. Yeah, but I mean, we did, but we didn't have a way messaging. to put videos in the phone. Which we did, we didn't. He could have just been like videoing himself every day. Uh, well, like, we have yeah. people that do that already. But Teddy uh, took his video camera. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my cassette tapes? Where's my cassette tapes? <laughs> oh man, I forgot to say back in with the Natalie part. There's a scene when he meets her in the restaurant to get the the DMV info. <laughs> And it's funny because you know it, it's going backwards, so you don't know Natalie is fucking with him yet. Yeah, but she says something where, in the context of knowing she's fucking with him, you're like, "Oh, that's why she said it." But I remember it threw me off when I heard it because she goes, "Must be tough living your life according to a couple scraps of paper. You mix your laundry list with your grocery list, and you'll end up eating your underwear for breakfast." And like the look on Leonard's face is like, "Like I hadn't thought of that." <laughs> How dare you? I would never. Like, he goes to laugh, but then he stops and is like, wait. It's like, shit, could that happen? Oh, no. Is that why my breakfast tasted so uh, much like uh, lavender? Wait a minute. I thought I ate a croissant, but did I eat a skid mark? Uh... But that's that's another, like, kind of hint. The other one was uh, when he, Leonard, explains to Teddy about how memory isn't reliable. That was a bit more yeah. obvious, but he yeah. went a little, a little on the nose. <laughs> yeah, just like, hmm, I wonder why you would understand that concept so like clearly. Testimony is, is uh, you know, isn't always right because colors change, know. rooms change. Like, uh huh. It is. It is Interesting. Kind of funny because you know when you when you talk about memory, like all kinds of shit changes. Mm-hmm. So if you have like a good impression of a memory. You know what I mean? That may change drastically if you experience it with somebody that was like yeah. having a shitty time of that same memory. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you only get to see the movie as a viewer through yeah. Leonard's, Leonard's, you know, like spyglass, basically. Well, yeah. Uh, damn, that's all I got. So just, I mean, we went through everything. I, I agree with I, I agree with you. This is the only way that this can be talked about. This This is clearly a movie. You're going to have to really sit down and watch it yeah. if you want any of what we said to make sense. We're a notepad now. We're, we're, <laughs> a, we're a notepad. We are, we are a tattoo on the wall. Well, skin. Yeah, I only, have a, I only have a series of Polaroids to explain how this movie works. Um, and they get increasingly dirty with all kinds of... Teddy, you know, Teddy, Teddy, Teddy looked at Leonard and he said, look at this photograph. <laughs> It's the guy you killed. <laughs> oh yeah, he was like, "Yeah, I took that picture when you killed the the, the actual John G." Look how happy you were. You're sick. Well, <laughs> Don't get me you wrong. Were happy. He looked really happy. I, I love photo documenting evidence as much as any other guy. <laughs> it still seems like a liability. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he gets he, he gets right in the truck and burns 
the yeah. most important memory things that there are. And when he threw dude's keys, I mean, we just, there's, <laughs> we're not even talking about the nonlinear movie in a linear fashion anymore. It's fine. But the, it's, it pieces together really well. I, I kind of wish I had seen this movie before now. It was pretty good. It's a, it's a, it's, it's just, it's the best Polaroid Kodak commercial. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I have to wonder if the people at Kodak were like, um, is this going to make us look bad? Can you put a sticker over that label just, on the camera? Cause it's just, I just, yeah, just be mean, safe. I wonder where my feel Polaroid a little weird is. about this. That was my first camera. I had one of those. A Polaroid or yeah, a Kodak? A uh, Polaroid. I was a photographer at one point and then I started getting involved in conventions and that. Oh man. Took it all was out it, for me. Was that your Canon well, event? I guess so. You could have been you a photographer at conventions. You could have yeah. been disgusting. I know, and I wasn't. And and I left, and now I, there's you know there's one less good or non creepy cosplay photographer, right? <laughs> I will say uh, this movie was probably the longest uh, ADHD commercial I'd ever watched, Bruh. <laughs> if you or someone you know. Has a loved one? Uh, does a loved one have uh, difficulty concentrating? Um, distracted by shiny objects? Uh, tendency to kill people? At random name John G? Well, they might have ADHD. <laughs> oh man! So I guess I'm chasing this guy. <laughs> oh. oh no! He's chasing me. <laughs> I love how everybody doesn't give a shit. Everybody's <laughs> like, "Yeah, I'm trying to chase a guy." He's like, "Oh yeah." crazy what'd he do it's like he killed my wife it's like holy fuck dang crazy well uh good luck let and me they get you to do this off. thing for me one distinct thing i want to say before we like start dialing it back i must see the chronological cut of this movie oh yeah it exists uh, and i have to see it you it, could probably just edit that super easy i feel I, like no nah, it, it he doesn't even have to edit it it's out there uh i'll find i'll, I'll find it for you That's... i know there were fan edits of pulp fiction but there's like an official one from like the yeah. creators of the movie which is like um, what <laughs> there was some dvd editions that had like that you can unlock it like one was like super cryptic yeah, one was super cryptic. Like you have to like do do this at this time and certain things, right? And then there was another edition where you had to like solve like trivia questions and it would unlock. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Back when DVDs were fun. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say that does sound kind of neat. I thought it was gonna be like play the DVD backwards or I don't know. You got to watch it like fifty times <laughs> in a just, row. He's just like reaching the DVD player like Bruce Wayne and Batman Returns. <laughs> <laughs> kill john g but yeah what else uh, the line uh from teddy you don't have a clue you freak <laughs> got uh the you freak part was actually christopher nolan he redubbed it in post because the way joe pantiano said you freak he, he wasn't satisfied with that so he did his best joe pantiano impression <laughs> that's funny <laughs> recorded himself and edited it in and, I, and Joe didn't know until like later on he was doing an interview and somebody asked him about it. And he was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just two words. So, right. It's yeah. not two. Christopher Nolan dubbed my entire, <laughs> my entire role in that movie. What are you kidding? Not just that movie. All of <laughs> bad boys, all three bad boys. Christopher just Nolan dubbed in your impression. Woosah. Woosah. <laughs> 
Woo. How do you say brute woo saw in British? Woo saw in it. That's not so. Put, 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 extra, put e- extra R's in there. It's Leviosa. <laughs> woo. I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's not alienate our new UK listener. Hey, shout out. All you the Australians. Us. All the all the Australia. Oh, no. Oh, we no, got, it's, it's we have four Australian. Now. <laughs> we have four Australian listeners, but I don't know if they're going to come back. Uh, uh, I, I hope you we, watch this movie before because it's definitely ruined now. No, sorry. I, if you watched <laughs> the movie before, this will make perfect sense. But if not, you'll be piecing things together like photographs and notes and tattoos. <laughs> I think perfect sense might be a little nice okay yeah (laughs) vaguely you'll vaguely understand what's going on this Um, is the most chaotic episode and i'm down with it uh (laughs) all all the rest of the movies have to be really complicatingly told like oh one more trivia piece it's still considered an original screenplay because his brother his brother's short story didn't get published until after the movie came out that's weird how that works but i mean it makes sense yes So what what was the uh, was the favorite aspect of the film? <laughs> well, I did You'd swear like, we hated this movie. <laughs> I did like piecing things together. Like the first time they got in the car, and he's like, "Hey, roll your window up. It's hot out here." And it's just like all the window pieces fell out. I was like, "Okay, so I'm gonna be sitting around <laughs> waiting for that to happen." Yeah. And I every time they got in the car, I was like, "Okay, this is the pass because the window is there." <laughs> just, I caught myself doing that, like, oh, and their scars. I did the same yeah. thing with the the yeah. marks on their faces and scars. So I kind of, even before the black and white kicked in fully for me, I was already like looking at his face, looking at Carrie Ann Moss's uh, lip, and looking to see if the window was broken. Damn, I was just like, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. So this is way earlier because yeah, that window's there. That's the game of the movie, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. guess. When you think about it, right? Like, how did? Oh, all these little things. You know what never ended up being a thing is his hair. I don't think you see him dye it, right? No, he's no, always he's very bleach much, blonde, right? He's very much got bleach blonde hair. Somebody had to do that. And like, hey, I get it. You lost your memory. What the fuck possesses you to bleach your hair like an asshole, though? I Joe think, Pantoliano. I think, I think Teddy had him thinking he was a member of Sugar Ray for a couple of days. <laughs> oh, favorite scene. Wait, did you go right? I'm sorry. With which part? Aspect. Uh, aspect of the movie. Um, I I think it's more interesting to watch an entirety and then reflect on. Uh to I, I don't want to say like the writing to watch or it. the setup. Well, no no, no because you need to watch it, you need to experience it <laughs> to you know what I mean? Uh, what I mean, like are you having uh, more fun now than watching? <laughs> I think being able to talk about it mm. has helped me kind of connect some dots here. Okay. Uh, that's, about yeah, definitely that's, that's me. Yeah, yeah. About <laughs> figuring out that Leonard is not only like morally dubious, but also was ready to put himself on this track. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I got you. So it, it's, it's really neat. Also knowing that like, he's like the first stage in the evolution to like a Guy Fieri, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, He's like a base level. Yeah, he's like level one Pokemon, you know? (laughs) He's going to turn into Mark McGrath and then to the lead singer of Smash Mouth. And then he's going to turn into his ultimate form, which is Guy Fieri. So (laughs) that was was my second favorite part of the movie. When he (laughs) evolved him with the Flavor Town Stone. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, no, I don't want to. It's like, too bad. Oh, man. (laughs) 
I forgot what my favorite part is, but my favorite part is the friends we made along the way. <laughs> Guy Fieri. And just all the little jokes like that that Tim Tim actually brought it up earlier. Like the little moments, uh, oh I'm chasing this guy. Oh no, he's chasing me. Uh <laughs> little things like that that ended up being like way funnier and it might have been on purpose. I don't know. I don't know actually know if Christopher Nolan's a funny guy, but I was laughing. <laughs> I think this is also I don't the, see like... it. I don't see it. <laughs> I had to think about that too. I'm yeah. like look at the ceilings. <laughs> No, I don't think Christopher Nolan is. Uh, on, on the following episode, uh, I told him that he got the idea from when his house got robbed. And he was mm-hmm. like, I wonder what they thought about my house. <laughs> and I'd like, I, I was just wondering, like, what did his face look like when he said that? Like, was he being funny or not? I don't know. You just have to wonder if he was like, you know, in a group of people and they were just like, I, that's not a thing I would think about. I would think about, are they coming back? Can I get my stuff back? Should I call the police? Why are you thinking about that? I don't know. Just wondering. What did they think of my CDs? <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, awards. Any 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 special shout-outs you want to give? I already gave my award to Carrie Ann Moss in that scene. Uh, she acted her ass off, because I thought I was getting No, that was, that. that was fantastic. <laughs> she was... I guess I'll also give one to, to Nolan, because... Nigga, what? Like how he he be thinking in three dimensions? How are you? Yeah, I'm a leapfrog this storyline. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be funny if it's just a fluke. Everything right? is just a fluke for. Him. <laughs> yeah, just just somebody. Jonathan, was... Jonathan Nolan is just like he's not as smart as y'all think he is. I'm just not about to blow him up. Shit, that's my he idea. Just, he's Shit. just not paying attention. He's just not paying attention when he edits. <laughs> Like, like that man. happened way before that, did it? Like, yeah, I meant to do <laughs> yeah, like seen... hours before that. Oh, <laughs> like, have you seen how he organizes his movies? It's all just tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to give a shout out to the hotel uh, manager. I like that because uh, oh yeah, he, he's he's, up. he's he's in uh, Fast and the Furious two. He gets a uh, a, a rat. Uh, yeah, he's in Too Fast. He gets a rat on his chest. Oh, he had the bu- they put the bucket on, on top mm-hmm. of him and they heated it up. Yeah, they're like, you know, he only has one way to go down. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna go as far as he can from the heat. There's only one way to go. <laughs> also, the hotel manager was the only one of only people that had a real moment of honesty with him as well and didn't get hurt. No. He was oh, like, "What do you yeah. mean you're charging me for multiple rooms? I mean, you don't have even memory." Yeah, so I told I, I told my boss, and he told like, me how you gonna know for two rooms, and he's like, "Huh? Well, all right." It's <laughs> like, yeah how how are you even gonna know? He's like, "Damn, well, makes sense to me." Maybe that's another testament to that Leonard is a piece of shit because he was like, "Dang, I, I would do the same thing." <laughs> Good job, game recognized game. He's <laughs> like, "Well, there's no point in fighting it because I'm gonna forget." <laughs> He really was like, eh? <laughs> Ren, you got any? <laughs> um, not necessarily. Uh, I, you know, whole movie is kind of fun to watch and talk about. Uh, got to give a shout out to my boy Joel, holding it down for all the rat fucks out there. You know what I mean? <laughs> Making sure that they have equal representation for bad cops, uh, and uh, double crossers and uh, backstabbers. You know, but hey. Uh, don't fuck around with guys that have bad memories and a short fuse. Yeah, you know, there you go. Lesson learned. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, and ratings, Ren? Uh, 10 out of 10 for somebody who wants to watch a movie and does not mind, uh, you know, film noir, gritty, uh, set in the 90s, small cast. Uh, it's not going to go deep and explore how people feel. It's it's going to be like quick. Everything needs to kind of be taken care of in these 10 minute scenes where we're being told a story. And then you as the viewer gets to kind of rewind it in your head. And then like Tim was saying, take visual cues from each scene and then try to figure out where they fit in the next scene. Um, so real yeah, talk, like I, a lot of fun. I really, I, I, when I, when, when I said, let's do a Christopher Nolan miniseries, I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to dick ride. I'm not going to be the <laughs> fanboy, but like, how we, man, like not just to think of this, but like to figure it out that each color scene is structured in a certain way for you to start out being like, wait, where are we? And then mm-hmm. it ends so that the next one you have to like go back and it's like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Like, how did this happen? How did this happen? How did this happen? All right, anyway, so I'm sorry. I'm gonna... Oh, and, and shout out to Nolan for making a movie in a time period when everybody threw Dutch angles in for no good reason <laughs> and not using it once. Freaking Christ. Oh, man. You know what my Dutch angle movie is? I mean, there's there's definitely a lot of movies that overdo it, but the like you say Dutch angle, and the first thing that comes to mind is the first Thor movie. Good God. Which is directed by Kenneth Branagh, who's in Dunkirk. So I'm going to be saying Kenneth oh, Branagh a whole lot on the next episode. Yeah, like he Dutch angled the fuck out of the first Thor, and I have no idea why. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> Wait, is it my turn? No, Tim. Mm. Tim, you guys. It's, it's um, you guys. Okay. I would definitely recommend the movie. Same as Ren said. If you like movies, it's it's I I it's I won't say it's criminal that I didn't haven't seen it in this you know all the way through till now. Morally dubious. Morally dubious. <laughs> it's morally dubious that you haven't seen it all. The way I started the I started the movie. I got interrupted. Maybe I forgot. And, but when I, I but now that I've come back, it's it's a it's a fair film done well, and you forgot all you didn't of, have a Polaroid. <laughs> all of all of it all of it works. It's kind of I what I I don't really do a a ten scale, but I would give this movie like at least a nine. But definitely recommend to people who like if I if anybody was ever like oh I, th- I heard it was overrated, I'd say absolutely not. I would not call this movie overrated. Was well done, and the guy's getting work because he did a good job with this. He got to yeah. do a Batman. Yeah, he uh, funny. Uh, directly because of this one, Steven Soderbergh tapped him to direct Insomnia with Robin Williams and Al Pacino. That was his <laughs> third movie, and also his only movie where he didn't write. Hmm. Um, as a, a little addendum, since we're living in a world of uh, like sequels to movies that nobody ever asked for, <laughs> bear with me. They make a sequel to Memento, right? Same dude, same issue. He's being exploited and is now like like top killer for like an assassin agency because he's constantly training and getting beat the fuck up, but he never remembers everything, so he doesn't know when to stop. Mm. And his know. and his adversary and his adversary, John Wick. Yeah. I actually think that would be really fun. 
<laughs> a good way to kind of punch it up into a new thing because mm-hmm. Mr. Noir is not big right now. Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna leave it at a ten out of ten because it it fanboy. I'd never <laughs> I'd never seen anything like it when I saw it. And yeah. rewatching it, I still enjoyed myself, but I knew that it wasn't gonna hit the same way the first time I watched it. So I think that means it fits my ten rating as as, as being life changing in a sense. Mm-hmm. You know, like it I'll never have that again kind of deal. Now, now that now that we've talked about it at length, do you think your life has changed again? And is oh. it for the better? It's like, uh, no, everything's worse now. <laughs> I mean, we're going to see how many people listen to this episode. <laughs> okay. All right. UK yeah. and Australia listeners, it's up to you. Uh, Please tell well, a friend maybe, to watch Memento. Singapore back. Singapore hasn't been back since we Come made on, the Matt Damon Singapore joke. We... Oh, what did you guys episode. do? Okay, so... <laughs> I forgot how we got to it because we're talking about air. I mean, Matt Damon's in air, but I think I mentioned somebody mentioned brought up Great Wall. It's probably Tim brought up Great Wall, and they're like, "Yeah, the time Matt Damon saved China because that really happened." And then Denzel was like, "Maybe we shouldn't make China jokes, you know?" And I was like, "Why not?" And and they were like, "Uh, "Singapore," and I was like, "Oh shit!" I was like, "No, no, no!" Double down. I was like, "Nah." They know Matt Damon didn't save China. <laughs> our our single, we haven't gotten any Singapore listen since. Everybody so. knows it was Tom Cruise that saved China. <laughs> right? Was that Japan? That was, oh, it was Japan. That was Japan. Well, <laughs> sorry, different weight saver complex. My bad. It's you okay. know, I, you know, I get, I get all, I get both of them confused with uh, what's her name from Avengers, the Asian lady that played Black Widow. <laughs> oh man, Major Killian. Not not major. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, uh, we just went like three Scar levels. Joe. Too cool many. <laughs> I think. So what I said, uh, I might leave it a ten out of ten. Uh, I'm cool with that. Mm, all right, and I would buy the Criterion. All I right. I think the Criterion might have the uh, <laughs> the forward hey. flow uh, cut, but I'll I'll find out for sure. I, I want to buy the one that has one of the fun games on it, but it might be a billion dollars. So I'll leave it at that. But yeah. that's uh, that's the episode. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, any oh plugs? Uh, same as always. Just D and D slugger stuff. Nothing exactly new going on right now. There may be a lull, but that doesn't mean I won't be back. Like a weird uh, three th- three. Uh, what are the rules? Boomerangs that had three arms. And was Is like a three arm boomerang. They like yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think they were made by Whammo. It's a bangerang. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But I'll I be back. This up. All right. I'm going to do more stuff. I'm, I'm lying. It's not a bangerang. I'm sorry. That's, it that's, sounds that's like a, a it, That's a reference to Hook. So oh, yeah, it is Hook. <laughs> but yeah, uh, just check out D&D Sluggers anywhere the uh, internet exists. Find right. find stores near you, I hope. Stores. Ren? Uh, yeah, same thing as always. Uh, we are Power Bummer. Uh, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, I am watching the downfall of twitter actively right now real quick um, what yeah. what's happening because i see people saying uh, twitter elon is musk, on fire but no one's explaining yeah. it to me and i don't feel like looking it up to the best of my knowledge elon musk said in december of last year that there would no be no big system changes and uh as of yesterday the day before he implemented one that uh if you are a paying subscribed twitter blue user you get to see up to six thousand posts a day 
and if you are not you get to see 600 so <laughs> if you are not if you don't have a blue check mark you can only see 600 posts a day and then you get slapped with a uh, uh, basically something that throttles your ability to view it shit, shit will just close told, yeah from ridiculous. what i was told uh they were trying to implement your ability to see tweets from the website without logging in and somehow that led to this throttling of the user experience to where if you're not paying, you don't get extra. Even if you are paying, you get a certain amount. That's basically what's going on, though, um, with us as far as like plugs go. I am going to start to actually force myself back into drawing. Which is gonna I'm, be interesting. I'm ready yeah. for it. Oh, oh, and for me, uh, Tivzilla on Letterboxd and SG, at SGBK on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> if it's still maybe, around by maybe the time blue sky around. one yeah yeah hopefully blue sky you know what hive let me see what i can do on hive this was fun i liked this one a lot yeah yeah i didn't take notes but i also didn't feel bad mm-hmm. about not taking notes you didn't take notes dude. i did not take notes it was so hard you, to that was take off the notes <laughs> yeah. i mean but, oh, but i mean like that was like he 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 had some real uh Randy had some real like revelations oh, and that was just off the top yeah uh <laughs> so so here's the thing holy trinity smoke weed drink coffee drink a beer and that you, you figured smooth. it out you figured smooth. it out smooth okay. i'm just doing chemistry inside of my stomach um <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh oh did i say like and follow like and follow uh, no. the podcast uh, possibly on, what, what like, like on. A, maybe on maybe on twitter but definitely go to the podcast uh podcast subscribe yeah yeah you, so can, whatever you say you that one give, give it a shot come on like why not? like comment subscribe for there more content all right and uh next week is dunkirk uh wrapping up our christopher nolan miniseries and then from there you can go see oppenheimer in theaters and then go see barbie because you have to see him on the same day apparently Yes. All right. Shout out, Leonard. All right, guys. <laughs> Take it easy. All right. See you on the next one.